Yes, 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 yes. It's the GB report. It's the fucking GB report, and we're here. It's Thursday, November 3rd. Miller Light on deck. We're just going to crack one of them son of bitches right here, right now. Welcome, everyone. I hope you're having a great fucking week. We're just flying by the seat of our fucking pants. Um, I just want to put a motherfucking podcast together for you guys, because this is our weekly tradition, everybody. Let's turn this shit down. Welcome to the show. Um... Halloween's over, thank the fucking Lord, because it was just a long month. Like, I, I think I talked about in the last episode, October was just one of the longest months of my life, it felt like. It was just the never-ending parade. Glad it's over. I need to turn this headphone down a little bit. But anyways, it's November. It's one of the best months of the year. Um, Thanksgiving, Black Friday, the Christmas season starts, everybody. But before we get into all the good stuff, we have to address the bad first. Rest in peace to Takeoff, uh, member of the Migos. Uh, he got caught up in crossfire in a, um, I believe it was a bowling alley in Houston. Um, it's it's heartbreaking. I the Migos have been a big part of my life, especially throughout the 2010s. Growing up, from you know, the YRN albums to, of course, the Culture Trilogy. It's heartbreaking to see this happen, especially someone who was peaceful. You know, Takeoff was very docile. He was he was the Migo that, you know, he, he was the one that was calm, level-headed. And Cuevo and Offset were kind of the ones, you know, with the, I don't want to even say temper, but, you know, the, the ones that were extravagant or, you know, known to have problems. Takeoff was always that steady dude. And he did not fucking deserve to go out that way at all. Um, rest in peace to take off. Um, the Migos, you know, even in prior weeks, I was on a huge Migos binge. And I kind of go through phases with music where, you know, I'll just binge a few things um, here and there. And it was Migos for me recently. And it it, it still will be. Um, just sucks. They, they, um, they've had a huge impact on my life you know, growing up through high school and college, they were, they were always there for me when I needed them. Uh, I just wish his family, Quavo's sisters actually take off's uh, mother, making Quavo take off's uncle. Um, Offset was actually a cousin of them. And of course, I think most people are aware that the Migos have split up. And now it was just take off and Quavo under the unk and few uh, group name and then Offset was kind of on a his own solo venture but what are you going to say it, it's just sad sad to, sad to see someone he was 28 years old it's horrible you know so rest in peace to him all our thoughts and prayers uh with them what other what other sad shits we're getting all the sad shit out of the way just all the all the bullshit going on in the world so the north north korea is launching missiles at uh South Korea over South Korea towards Japan. They're on a they're on an air alert, uh, air raid alert. Just crazy times in the world. Tensions are heating up, especially now in Asia. You know the wars the war is trudging along in Ukraine. We apparently have um, U.S. soldiers in Ukraine inspecting weapon donations that we've given to them. So that's a unsettling thought. 
what else? I think that's it. That's it. We're going all positive the rest of the show from here on out. So we just had to, we had to address a few things there. We'll let the global crisis play out as we have been the past year, February of 2022, when this war started. Um, Sports. What the fuck? Sports have been heating up more than ever. Um, We know my Steelers are not good playing. We just suck this year. I'm I'm not going to get into it. Uh, I've been watching old Steeler highlights just to feel something, just to feel good. But um, is Kenny Pickett the answer right now? We don't know. Is Matt Cance- Matt Canada the answer? Absolutely not. Start calling him Matt Cancer because that's what the fuck he is. He's garbage. We need a new offensive coordinator. The World Cup. The World Motherfucking Cup. That's soon. A few weeks, actually. I think November 20th or the 18th. Can't remember the exact day that it comes out, but... I am going to be in my element. I uh, I wouldn't say I'm a huge soccer fan by any means, but I'm I'm well versed. Uh, I've kind of I've been following soccer in recent years, but from like 2013 to 2020, 2019, I was pretty well into that shit. My family's Croatian. I'm I'm half Croatian from my father, so you already know I got the lot. I got the Modric jersey. I got two of those, and I have a Rakitic jersey. I got a Croatian flag behind here, so we're gonna be going insane for the World Cup. The 2018 World Cup was was one of the best one the month one month to two month spans of my life, just based on the fucking hype. The unsuspected rise of Croatia making it to the final against France. Unfortunately, they lost four to two. That was a sad day. But even the fucking fact that we made it there was pretty crazy. I remember. So what? The group place starts in June. I really can't tell you. I think we played England in the group stage and lost. I know we beat. We did really well in the group stage. I think we went three and one. I know we beat Iceland. Um, I can't remember who else we beat, but then into the tournament play, the actual bracket of it, um, we played Russia. We played Russia and fucking won on PKs. And I was still living at my parents' house at this time. So <laughs> way too out of line. My, my one friend, you know, we had a celebration party. We were all of drinking age and, you know, we were just kind of in that in between call. We were on college. So, you know, we're home for the summer. My parents were not happy with me. We, uh, we got a little too carried away. Uh, my one friend jumped off my deck without a shirt on and broke a table. Um, that's a pretty epic video. And we just celebrated. We celebrated the Croatian win. And then we beat Russia. And actually, I want to just pull that shit up because I am drawing a blank right now. On who we beat that year. That was that was just one of the more special years. But that France team was loaded with Pogba and Bappe. Twenty eighteen. Okay, so yeah, England. How can I forget the England game? That one felt good. That one felt so fucking good to beat to beat England in those semifinals because they were so arrogant. Every every motherfucker on TV for soccer, Fox covers the World Cup. I remember. The one color dude was fucking from England and he was crying like a little girl and he wouldn't give Croatia any, any props, any respect. So that, that one felt good just to put the English. Then we played, I remember we played Denmark. We beat them in 
the round of 16 in penalties. Then we beat Russia in penalties. That game was... Obviously, that was the night we went nuts because we moved on to play England. And I kind of, that's when we kind of thought it was over. Wow, we beat. Yeah, we had a hell of a run. That World Cup, England, Russia. Of course, we lost to France. Who we play in the group? Group D. We beat Argentina. I remember that. Rolled, rolled through Messi 3 0. That was a statement game. We beat Nigeria before that for the first. And then we beat Iceland. Yeah, we literally went we went three and zero in group play. We just rolled the motherfuckers, went right through. Then that's when we got to Denmark and Russia and England, and then lost to France. But I remember I remember watching the final. It was a Sunday, and the I don't know. You could kind of see the writing on the wall. That French team was just way too powerful. So, anyways, we lost to. We lost to them in the final, but hopefully we can have similar success this year. I don't think they're going to make it all the way to the final, but, you know, hopefully they won a few games. Uh, what else is going on? Ime Adoku. The NBA is just a fucking... <laughs> not the NBA, the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets... You guys are fucking whack, bro. What... I mean, KD's in, on demon time. KD's just trying to get with anyone possible. He only cares about winning. Steve Nash just quit. He said, I had enough parted ways. I mean, was he fired? I don't think. I think he just, I think he quit. I think he had enough. I think he just wanted to get the fuck out of there. And Kyrie, we know what Kyrie's been up to and the backlash he's received and how how fucking hard it would be to deal with him. I, I watched a clip, I think it was last year when he just fell off the face of the earth for a little bit. And they asked Steve, Steve Nash like where's Kyrie he said I don't know (laughs) your guess is as good as mine because I text him every day and I reach out to him he never answers me but I mean I believe he's still playing well I know the Nets themselves are fucking not playing good and they're struggling I think they lost three or four in a row at that when he really got grilled in those interviews about what he was posting on Instagram so I don't know that's why I stay away from the NBA like we talked about in the last episode. Just watch college basketball. It's way more it's way more enjoyable. You don't have to worry about any of uh any of the antics. And then the World Series. Talk about a hell of a World Series. The Astros with a with an amazing shutout win yesterday on Wednesday night. Before that, the Phillies had the big win. Bryce Harper homered. He literally put that shit right in right in the right field seats. But then last night, Houston got the win. So now it's it's tied 2-2. I don't know if they play. I think they play tonight or tomorrow. It would make sense if it was a Friday. No, no, they play tonight at Philly again. So 2-2 at Philly. And then um, game six, Saturday. Wow, baseball's going deep. The game Game seven would be on November 6th. That's well out of October. Baseball really is that one sport that just kind of meanders its way into November. And then think about it. You got December, January, and then February. And then I believe pitchers and catchers report early February. So obviously not every team's this far in. You know, most teams have had their their rest already for a solid month, you know, a solid month of rest. But that's I feel like that's why it's so hard to 
go back to back in baseball because you are playing deep. Obviously, there's a lot of roster turnover and whatnot, people signing elsewhere and trades and retirements, but baseball is a long sport, long sport. They need to cut it down to 100 games. I think 100 would be enough regular season. You just think about it. They were, I felt like the regular season was never going to end. It goes into October. It goes into the first week of October, and it's just, it drags. Once you hit September, it really drags. But, and here's the other thing, you know, football's back and I, I get it. You don't want to have, you will not want to have the playoffs for baseball right around opening week of football. That would, that would just not be good for ratings. So maybe it is okay. Or maybe you start the season later instead of starting in April, you start in like May. Cause to be honest, it's cold as a motherfucker up North until May. And even, you know, even early May, you still get them cold 40 degree days, which Baseball is a game you play in any sport or any weather. Sorry. So, you know, I don't know. You got You got to shorten the season somehow, though. I, th- I think you should start it in May, like mid-May. And then you could just run the normal playoffs how you do. Uh, I know I wasn't going to bring them up, but back to my Steelers anyways, because this is a topic I wanted to bring up. They traded tra- Chase Cra- Claypool away, which... I thought it was great. A second round draft pick next year. Just hopefully they make the right pick. He was just not performing well. How's he going to do in Chicago? Who the fuck knows? We'll find out. But the game I'm most excited about this weekend, Tennessee versus Georgia, number one versus number two. CBS football and SEC. Can you ask for anything more special? The CBS or the SEC on CBS. It it's truly magical and it's a shame this is their last year with the rights. I believe they go to ESPN next year. Watching football with Brad Nessler, Gary Danielson, it used to be um fuck what's his name? Um Vern Lundquist. The C, the SEC on CBS is the best part of of the fall there. I remember having, you know, back in when I was a young kid, I love football. Football was probably one of my favorite sports growing up too. I only played for a few years, you know, play pickup ball though. And, you know, obviously be involved, but I remember those Saturdays in like sixth, seventh grade, the SEC on CBS comes on the TV. It's a three 30 on a Saturday afternoon. You got your dad grilling some hamburgers and some hot dogs it's September, so it's still warm out, still like 75, 80 degrees. I grew up in Pennsylvania, so at least that's what it was up there. And you got a few, you got a few friends over, you're tossing the football around the front yard, and you're you're watching Alabama and AM or Alabama and whoever. I don't know. You're watching Arkansas and Tennessee, or you're watching Auburn and a&M. I don't know. You're watching someone and it's a good game. The presentation, the presentation is just above all ESPN can never touch what the SEC, what the SEC on CBS accomplishes on Saturday afternoon. So I'm going to be really fucking bummed once they pull the plug on that. One of my favorite things. Um, but yeah, they did release the college football rankings. Um, 
who's number one? Tennessee. I think I just fucking said it. Yeah, Tennessee is number one. And we'll pull them up here real quick just so I don't give you guys fake news. You got Tennessee at one, Ohio State at two. Sorry, Georgia's actually three, according to the CFP. And then Clemson's at four. So that's that's where we're rolling right now. Tennessee just kind of came out of nowhere. I know they got that new coach. Got a lot of talent, too. So cool to see them have a good year and just it's a fucking we needed a change it's just been alabama georgia clemson every year i know clemson didn't make it last year but it's just been the same teams every year we need we needed a little switch up and we're, we're getting just that with tennessee in the mix how about some interesting news that i just saw on twitter yesterday uh i don't know if this has actually been confirmed or denied yet but capital won the match the, the famous uh, exhibition charity golf events are apparently coming to Tampa. And there was just an article 45 minutes ago from the New York Post. Tiger Woods returning for the next version of the match. It's set for December 10th at Pelican Golf Club in Bel Air, Florida, which is literally 30 minutes from where I'm sitting right now. That's going to be insane. I hope I'm going to try and check tickets. I don't even know if you can attend. I assume you can attend. I assume you can attend the match. So who's all going to be in it? Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy will face Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth. That's going to be electric. Fucking electric. I hope to be there. I hope to be there. Pelican Golf Club, Bel Air, Florida. That's in Pinellas County. Right outside of Clear Clearwater, Florida. So not too far at all. Gonna mix a little water in here. Good to mix up the water. You always gotta mix the water in with the Miller Light if you're having a Miller Light. That's December 10th, folks. That's not too far away. A little over a month. Should be a good one if if we can't attend or if the ticket prices are out of my price range. At least I could, I don't know. Could I go check out the sights and scenes over there? Could I just be close in the area? Probably. I mean, there's obviously bars and a bunch of stuff to do over there. But can I get, you know, how close can I get to the venue? Could I, could I just see all the, you know, sights and sounds from afar? I guess we'll find out. Um, on top of that, Tiger Woods announced a, a tomorrow sports venture. Him and Rory, it seems like him and Rory are really teaming up as of late. It's kind of a live. They're kind of going at live. And I read into it a little bit. There's another name for it. But that's just, I guess, the venture group is called Tomorrow Sports. Stylized as TMRW Sports. They have a bunch of investors from Serena Williams, Justin Timberlake, um, Josh Allen, quarterback of the Bills. Who else do they have? They have Stephen Curry, Lewis Hamilton, Andy Murray, Ninja, Shohei Otani, CP3, Chris Paul, Tony Romo, and like we said, Serena Williams. They have it all. So I guess what they re- really want to accomplish with this, it was a, it's a Monday night matchup is what I'm gathering. And it's going to, it's going to air during the tour season. They're going to have a live crowd. Um, and it's going to see, I'm looking at it online right now and it, 
it looks like a top golf kind of thing. It doesn't Oh, are they playing on a simulator? It's a virtual golf league in 2024. Yeah, it's going to be on a simulator. I don't know, a virtual golf league. There's a picture of it here and there's there's a green, but there's like a crowd too. It has to be interactive, you know, it can't be on a, who knows? I guess we'll find out. That's in 2024. We'll, uh, we'll keep that updated here on the GB report. Overall, life's just moving along, everybody. I can't believe we're going to be talking about Santa Claus here pretty soon. My mom's already decorating for Christmas. She just said, my mom is usually not that person. My mom is usually the last person to decorate early, but she just called me today and said, Garrett, I don't give a fuck this year. I just want to get it over with. And that's what she's doing. She's just, she's just getting it done, getting it up. My mom really does it big. My parents cut down the tree, which I'll be there for Thanksgiving. I hope to help them with it. But, uh, we cut down the tree, you know, we put the ornaments on it, the lights, we set up this little village with fake snow. We, uh, we go all the fuck out except for the exterior. My dad, my dad, uh, as he's, you know, progressed, he said, fuck it. I don't feel like getting on a ladder and putting up lights. So they, they take the lazy method and just shoot the lasers at the house. It gets the job done. You know, you don't, it's good enough. At least, at least you tried. At least you tried you, me. I, I hope someday to put lights up on my own house or some sort of display or arrangement. That would be a hell of a Saturday, just adventure. Just get a case of Miller light, go outside and put some fucking Christmas lights up and spend all day. You know, it's an excuse to get out of the house. Overall though, the weather still tremendous, still tremendous. It's going to be high eighties this weekend. Perfect, perfect for the beach. Might just throw the bike in the fucking car and go go send it out for a day. I notice here, like when I when I do anything here in Florida, I it's a nine hour event. It's a ten hour event. When I go to the beach, I'm there for usually anywhere from six to nine hours, eight hours. I could rot on the beach. I could rot on the beach all day. From noon to seven PM in the summer, as long as I got my food, my water, um, a speaker. I'm okay. I don't have to go anywhere else. I know people that hate the beach. They can only do an hour. And like, I, I guess I kind of used to be like that a little bit. It, it changed when I got here and I really started going. I could fucking rot. Even if you, and even better, if you have, if you have some kind of shade, just in case you want to get out of the sun, you could live there. You really could. Overall, that's my plans this weekend. Just go to the beach. Maybe watch Tennessee and Georgia on the beach. Or somewhere. Oh. Oh, shit. I'm going to a comedy show tomorrow. Maddie Smith from Wild and Out. She uh, She's starting to get a lot of recognition lately. She uh, has her own podcast. She does some stuff with Barstool. Uh, opened up for Burt Kreischer. I'm upset he's not here because this is his hometown. But yeah, going to go check out Maddie Smith tomorrow at Side Splitters in Wesley Chapel, a suburb of Tampa. So looking forward to that. 
I've been seeing a lot of people hitting e-cigarettes. Going to the gym. While in the gym. During their workout. Why? Is it a creatine e-cigarette? I don't get the... That's just horrible for your heart. No, I mean... E-cigarettes are fucking horrible in general. But hitting one while you're working out and already getting your heart rate up. It's a great idea. I don't know who the fuck... I see it everywhere now. I, I used to never see it. And that's the only reason why I'm bringing it up. I was driving him from work the other day. Saw a dude walking in the gym. Bringing his e-cigarette in. Into the gym and hitting it while he's walking in. This gentleman in my gym leaves it on the water fountain and will come over and hit it while he's getting water. Why? Leave the e-cigarette in the car or just throw the motherfucker away, number two. That's honestly what you should do with the e-cigarette. Throw that son of a bitch in the garbage. Those things are horrible for you. But just thought I'd bring that up because that's something I notice. That's something I've been noticing lately. I don't know if it's a new trend, I don't know if it's a creatine e-cigarette. Are they making creatine e-cigarettes now? Are they making pre-workout e-cigarettes that are just... I know nicotine gives you that jolt in the head and kind of gets you fucking going, but... Chew a Zin. Or chew a pouch. Chew a Zin. Honestly, that's all, that, that'll give you the same effect. I understand hitting the, hitting the e-cigarette probably feels nice, though. You know, you, you get that draw. But all you really need is the Zin if you really want that nicotine. Other than that, everyone, it, it's just, we're pushing. <laughs> we're pushing along. Um, just trying to, you know, stay positive. Stay positive and uh, just keep working hard, everyone. Stay patient. The earth has resources, people. The earth has resources. If you want to accomplish something, you just got to find where to mine your resources. If you find where to mine your resources on this earth, you can do whatever you want. And what do you mean by mining resources? We talked about, you know, you could be whatever you want in this life. Number one, as long as you put your mind to it and you focus on it. But you also need resources. So say you want to be a doctor. What's your resource? College, school, doc, you know, medical school, studying, books, quiet time, alone time. Um, balance, life balance. That's a massive resource. Say you're a musician. What's your resource? The internet. People. SoundCloud. Your studio, your equipment. What's my resource as a podcaster? Everything on this table. My laptop behind me that's running my soundboard. My soundboard. My other computer I use to play intro music. This, this lamp light that I got for lighting, this, this right here, what's your resource? You need resources to be successful. Just the thought, just the thought. So if you're, yeah, you're doing the manifestation, you're praying, you're, you know, you're focusing your energy on it, but you feel, you know, maybe you feel still stumped a little bit or at a crossroads, find more resources. Find, find resources that will expand your journey. You know, think of things that will help you along that journey. That's kind of what I did with this. 
just uh, a lot of research and a lot of trial and error. Life's trial and error. And apathy is a big thing too. A lot of people, you know, if you can just kind of contain it throughout your life, you know, that's apathy is a lack of interest for things. I guess you can call it depression or I don't know, whatever. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. Say you, say you, um, I'm sure a lot of recent college grads who got a nine to five have experienced this. You probably feel a lot of apathy after a certain point of your, of your nine to your first nine to five. Cause you're bored. You're in the same routine. You're in a cycle five days a week. It's not college anymore, baby girl. It ain't no, it ain't no sun, sunflowers and daisies. There's no more, there's no more sleeping in. If you don't have class, there's no more, you know, having your friends on every Avenue, every street down the corner. This is a real world, baby girl. So I kind of, I feel like every, every young professional or everyone in general has bouts of apathy throughout their life. How do you, how do you combat it? How do you combat, how do you combat it? For me, it was simple. I always knew this was kind of something I wanted to do for, from this, from this date, probably 10 years back, I always knew I wanted to do something with entertainment, something with something where I could use my creative abilities. I've known this for years and I got taken off that path throughout college and COVID. And, you know, obviously you need, you need a job to survive. So I entered the workforce, you know, with my college degree. And like most recent grads, you kind of question yourself a little bit. What am I doing? You know, but we're all young. We're all, we're all in our twenties. We're all trying to navigate. Everyone's on their own path. But when I felt that apathy at first, it just propelled me to this project, propelled me to where I am today because I knew I had to do something about it. You got you to gotta fill up the bucket of water and put the fire out sometimes. You just can't sit back and keep letting that apathy eat you up because you only get deeper down the hole. You got to fight a little bit. You got to find your own lane. You got to find your own passions to not feel that apathy. And I, I've completely lost it. I don't have, I don't feel like, you know, I've never, obviously COVID was, was it hard working in COVID as a recent grad? Fuck yeah, it was. And maybe that's probably why I felt it at the time, especially in 2020, because it was tough. You know, everyone's kind of just like, what the fuck's going on? But I feel like life has kind of settled out a little bit. And of course I found, I found my passion. I found something I'm very passionate about. So now it's excitement. Every day is exciting. Every day is a blessing, people. I wake up every day, and I never used to do this before, but I truly do think of 10 things I'm grateful for. And after I do that, the day is already 100 times better. The day is already 100 times better because I know, I know for a fact, there are people out there that would die for, for this opportunity. So make the most people make the most of every day. Just really, just really realize we get one shot at this. We get one shot at this shit. So we got to do our best with it. And that's all I'm trying to do. I think another thing is helping others and just kind of being there for other people. 
as I've gotten older, I've really had a joy in that. Whether it's something little. Helping someone out at the grocery store. Excuse me, sir, could you help me reach the cereal on the top shelf? Of course. Of course, sir, I got you. In the gym the other day, this old gentleman asked me to spot him. And I did, and we ended up talking for 20 minutes, and it was... You would never just expect that just by helping someone, you know. You meet someone interesting, you hear their story. South Tampa has a lot of interesting people. A lot of people from all walks of life. Especially my gym alone. It's not it's not your typical Planet Fitness or your Crunch or your, you know, your mass gym, massive gym. It's a small... It's owned by the city of Tampa. It's operated by the city of Tampa. But it's the employees, you know, it has a home gym. It, it feels like a classic gym. And that was... Those were big in Pittsburgh. That's kind of what I grew up with. Those gyms that are, you know, close-knit. Everyone's friends. Everyone knows each other. You know, you walk in and you know everyone by their first name. And just from that alone, I've met people who have passions and interests that I would have never even thought of. Thought of pursuing, you know. Been to places I've never never been only wish to be you know talking to people's cool and i need to do it more i kind of you know haven't been doing it lately but especially when i first moved here i really had no choice before i really you know had had friends or anything i just go sit at places by myself and strike up conversation and see where it would go and it was it was you could you could write a TV show off that alone, especially here. You never know who the fuck <laughs> kind of characters you're going to meet. But Florida's cool. Tampa's cool. Everything's good. Life is good, people. Despite what's going on, all the fucking chaos in North Korea and, you know, here, here alone on our own home soil. We keep it pushing, people. We keep it fucking pushing every day. Just find that passion in your life. Be patient too. It's not going to come overnight. It'll come eventually though. It just takes some motherfucking time. That's all I got for you guys today. It is Thursday, November 4th. Cruising right into the weekend. Steelers are on a bye week. That's probably good for my health. Even though I'm pretty checked out. What else is going on? World Series, like we said, World Series Saturday night. It's beach and pool for me, baby. I know it's going to be nice up north. I saw Pennsylvania is going to be in the mid-70s this weekend. That's kind of it's kind of nicey-nice for a little October action. Mid-70s. So I hope everyone up north enjoys that last Indian summer weekend. Um, holidays are, are upon us, everybody. So I hope you're prepping up. I hope you're getting ready to spend some good time with family. And, of course, I know holidays can be hard for a lot of people. So if this is a time of year where, where you're not very fond of it, I, I wish you the best in getting through. And, you know, whether you're grieving personally or with others, my thoughts and prayers are with y'all. And if you ever need someone to talk to, the good old GB report is here. Thank you, everyone. Have a good weekend. And we'll be back soon. <laughs>